welcome to episode six of Foxes Collide. My name is Matt. And you I'm Ellen. Babe. Oh, damn it. No, Wait. it's okay. <laughs> Sorry. All right. My name is Matthew. And I'm Ellen. <laughs> Got it right that time. Yeah. That sounded very Australian. Which bit? Right that time. Did you hear that? <laughs> well, listen to it back after. Yeah. <laughs> episode six. Well, how are you, first of all? I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you good? Are you good? Yeah. Yeah? Are you great? I'm just getting used to asking that now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I realise that. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise that. I noticed that. There we go. Episode six. Mm-hmm. Is going to be on letting go of expectations. Expectations are... Expectations... This is something from Tony Robbins as well, but expectation is... The definition is actually a belief about the future. But the context we're using here is, is yes, the future, but also the past and the present. Ultimately, it's like the preferences we have, the things we set in our mind of how we think it should have gone in the past, how life should be right now, and how life should go in the future. Mm-hmm. A lot of should in there. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that word. But <laughs> Our favourite word. <laughs> But yeah, let's begin with the past. Yeah. How we believe things should have gone. We get very hung up on how things have happened or not happened. And we we just bring that, that emotional suffering back <laughs> again and again and again. Mm. Something that's sort of momentary, something that's technically past us. We have a knack for bringing it back and experiencing it all over again. You know, reliving those moments over and over again in our head and going, why did it go this way? Why did that happen? So ultimately you're reliving your story of the past over and over again. You're reliving those emotions that it, that are not necessary. Mm-hmm. They're not serving you yeah. in any way. That story is past. You can't change it. No. So it's not, it's not bringing you any positive benefits in the present moment yeah it's interesting because i don't think it's always we have the opportunity to really pick apart our past stories because it's gone and we have more knowledge now and we're wiser now and and so we can look back and we can say i wish i did that then but we don't really know if that version of us even had that in their mind you know it's not as if we did plan dot to dot every aspect of our life and it didn't go that way we just lived yes we lived exactly and and then afterwards we look back and go oh, i wish i hadn't done it that way mm. but a lot of that is is positive lessons exactly i was just about to say lessons the things that happened to you in your past um like the things that happened to me in my past although I look back and think I wish I could change some of that story. I wouldn't be as strong as I am now. I wouldn't be the woman I am now if I had been able to change what happened to me or my story. If I yeah, if I avoided it, I w- I wouldn't be anywhere near the um the person that I am now. No. And I wouldn't have gone through all the growth 
because I needed those those events to happen to propel me forward yeah. in my own personal growth and journey. Mm. So as much as I wanted to change my story, if I look at it from the perspective of where I am now, yeah. if any part of that story had changed, yeah. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be this version of me. No, you're right. We are a sum of, of the experiences we've been through. Our expectations or preferences, whatever you want to call them, are typically held. It's, it's either regrets, it's, it's opportunities that we missed, it's things that we did, also grudges. You know, so a lot of it can be tied to other people, things that we hold, uh, how we expected someone to be, or we didn't expect them to do this to us. Um, it's very much being a victim to our own lives. Ultimately, that causes us unneeded emotional pain, and that keeps us trapped. That's what it does. It keeps us trapped in that past story. We're not able to redefine our life because we're being defined by what we've been through. We're allowing ourselves to be defined mm. in that way. That's so powerful, yeah. And what it really looks like to let go is to do what we said, really, is to is to start to change how you view it, is to start to see your your story as your story, perhaps a gift, um, but one that you now get to give. And you've, mm. you've said this to me before. Yeah, that it's, you've lived it now. It's, it's your story, but it's no longer your, your story to be living in. It's your story to to tell so you can help others move through that if they're in that state. Mm. However, you're not there anymore. So it's no longer your reality. No. It's it's no longer your present. No, it's your it's your wisdom. Mm. Oh. oh, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a great one. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not allowing it's allowing your past to shape you but it's not allowing your past to define you no it's uh yeah it is it's a it's a it's a wisdom it's a it's almost an asset you know you can take that forward it's i think the key there is is being less critical of ourselves if we're able to be slightly just a bit less critical of ourselves we give ourselves the room to just see our experiences unbiasedly. Obviously, this is an exercise that comes up in a lot of ways because it's so powerful, but it's an exercise where you you take you take it away from yourself and you put it in somebody else. So you say, would I criticize this other person or look down on this other person because of this thing that I went through as if it was their past? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're we're very critical of ourselves. We see ourselves in through a different lens to anybody else. We wouldn't say the same things to someone that we say to ourselves. We wouldn't judge others the way we judge ourselves. And so that sort of exercise, that's what you need to change your perspective. That's what you need to be able to be less critical. And when you're less critical, you look at your past and it's just pages in a book, essentially. 
you can view it differently and you can view it and think, well, this person's really strong. This person's, you know, really wise. This person has really worked through a lot. They've gotten through some real hardships. Mm -hmm. This person is, you know, has accomplished something or they have, this person is, is worthy of, of happiness. Perhaps they've not had much in the past, but now they're, they're worthy of it. They've worked so hard for it. Mm. I think that's the real key to letting go is, is changing how we view ourselves and changing how we view that story. And of course, the benefit then is that we, we're free to, to be somebody else. Mm. We're chained otherwise. We're kind of chained to our past. Yeah. And we're very likely to repeat certain behaviors. Because we're stuck in that same mindset. Mm. We're stuck in that same emotion and we're, we're stuck in that same version of ourselves. Mm. By holding on to our past, we hold on to that same version of ourselves. Mm. So the benefit of letting go of that is you're able to redefine who you are in this present moment and not allow that to have a hold of you. No. It does also allow you to be very present in this, what you're doing right now, everything that's going on. Let's move into the present. Let's move into the present. (laughs) So expectations, preferences around the present uh, and what what they look like. Mm -hmm. It's very much around what we believe we have or haven't achieved. That's That's a very big one typically tied to status, age, wealth. It's looking at our life and saying, I should be here or I should be doing this. It shows up in in the small thoughts and the things we tell ourselves on a daily basis when we, we just don't meet this crazy high standard that we set in ourselves, you know, on ourselves. I should have done this by now, I should be this, I should do this, okay, I need to do this, you know, I should be getting to bed at this time, I shouldn't be watching this thing right now, I should be doing this. And beneath it all, there's there's a lot of the time, there is a calling for change and there's a calling for self-growth and improvement. But it doesn't come through pushing and, and criticizing. And the word should, the word need, these unconsciously bring about a a feeling that's very uncomfortable a feeling that creates resistance when we actually say i need to do this it's it's been shown that we we get quite tense and there's a there's a there's a difference in our body and in our mind around that we've just said it to ourselves but the word i need those words that just puts us in a state of reluctance and resistance so and it's not any better with the word should should kind of demoralizes us in a way mm-hmm. as if we're not being good enough as soon as as soon as you come from that should i should do this you're essentially saying i'm not good enough unless i'm doing this my current life is not worthy enough i should be somebody else i mm. should be doing somebody something else a lot of this happens with women over when they reach a certain age or late like 20s, early 30s, especially for me now, uh, early 30s. And all of my family members married with kids. And it's a, I was holding on to that for a long time, that I should, I should be married by now, I should have kids by now. 
And once I let go of that should, Hmm. I was very much able to be proud of where I am and where I have gotten in my life and who who I've become as a person that it allowed me to focus more on myself and my own growth and and be very present instead of focusing on what I should be and that should where did that come from you know, was that was that something that I thought I needed to be or was that something that had been placed in me or imprinted on me from a young age, from society, f- from others yep. that allowed me to, to look at that and see whether it was my belief yes, or whether it was belief shaped by everybody else and everything else around me. Yeah, I think most... A lot of our expectations are culturally dictated. Culture has dictated what those are. When we we create so much stress and anxiety around this, but we have all these shoulds, we have all this these boxes we need to tick to be good enough, to feel good enough within ourselves. And it's so centered on us, and yet it's none of it's coming from us. It's all coming from culture. And this is this is one of the ways that you you get to let go of these expectations is to challenge that is to question where where are these coming from when I say I should do this where is this is this coming from me or is it coming from a, a video I watched that said that when you wake up you should do this this and this you know what where is it where is it coming from and recognize that we're all our own individual and so we get to decide what we want to do and what we feel we would benefit from doing. And there is there's a lot of power in that argument because culture is so diverse. So if we if we take the understanding, we have the understanding that these ideas are being given to us by culture. You can change culture, you can go into a different culture in the world and they can have a completely different belief system. And they don't have the same expectations of you. They have completely different expectations, for better or worse. Mm -hmm. There's just so much diversity there. And that should get you thinking. Should. (laughs) 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 That could get you thinking. That might get you thinking that this is pretty pretty false. This is not... What's it based on? Mm. It's based on, on something quite flimsy, potentially. This isn't gospel, this, well, it could be gospel, <laughs> but it isn't rules set in stone. Mm. This is something around us has, has put this in, a, in us as an ideal that we feel we have to meet. And this, obviously, this goes deeper and deeper and deeper because <laughs> we are in a world now where everybody's chasing ideals and they're being shaped by this thing they saw on the internet and on TV and this person said, this is popular, so you got to do this and all this stuff. And <laughs> we are almost losing our uniqueness and our identity in the process. Uh, we are shaming ourselves for who we are and our experiences because they're not quite adding up to this very polished ideal that we're seeing. Mm. And the way you let go of it is, is beginning with questions, is to really question it and think 
this isn't coming from me, this is coming from this source, get very aware and recognise that it's not coming from you and then make the choice if it fits. Some stuff does fit. Yeah. There's there's plenty of things out there you go, you know what, getting up at early in the morning is probably pretty good for me, even though I've been a night owl for many, many years <laughs> and would have said, no, that's the worst thing ever. There's quite a few benefits to getting up yeah. and... I like that. So I've resonated. You, you find something that you resonate with. You test it out as well. You try something on. Yeah, don't be afraid to test things out. Don't be afraid to, to try what works and what doesn't, even if it is. Even if you think, oh, I don't want to do that because because it's a, an ideal that people are placing. It might actually work for you. And uh, if it doesn't as well, that's okay. Mm. We're all different. We have to work with our strengths and our weaknesses. And I think being aware of of your strengths and weaknesses is, is so strong in that mm-hmm. as well. If you do find that something works or something doesn't work with you, then honour it yeah. and, and be, be okay with that. Yeah, be brave enough to remove that mm-hmm. should. Exactly. And then the other side of that is gratitude for who you are. Gratitude for where you are in life and changing our attention, putting our attention on the things we are doing. (laughs) Begin to praise yourself Mm. and celebrate yourself more for the things that you are achieving and that you are doing. Mm. And don't be afraid to give yourself a pat on the back and say, yay, I achieved this. Because you need to celebrate yourself. I think that's so important. It is. Uh, and then that'll be fuel. Yeah, look, and you can do that across both. This works for the past as well, but look at look at where you were 365 days ago, mm-hmm. a year ago, compare it to where you are now. And then in the present, what did you do this morning? What did you? What are you doing right now? It's all these little things. The, the most powerful one really is, is having the intention and having the awareness. If you are actively attempting to work through these things and improve yourself, then you're doing so well. <laughs> yeah, you're doing so much more than a lot of people out there are doing. Mm. And that that's something that we're working through mm. daily. And I have to remind myself all the time to, to celebrate the little things. And that's why I've started to, not when I have a list of what needs to be done, not remove the things, but just tick them off and look at, everything that I've achieved or completed. And, right, once and, you've completed yeah. it, you keep it on the list so you keep can it, see Exactly, what and say, so oh, wow, mm. yeah, I did achieve a lot, mm. actually. Good on, good yes. on me. <laughs> yeah. And also being grateful, mm. being really grateful for, I think I've started to put in place a daily gratitude practice and it really brought me to the present moment, being grateful for the wind on my face, the mm. sun on my face being grateful for what I was doing right then and there as I was saying these things. Mm. And that that just really made me happy and, and really made me feel quite quite present. Yeah, it's what you, you get what you focus on. Yeah. Moving forward. Yeah. Let's move into the future, baby. <laughs> the future is when we have expectations, and this is, this is the, the actual definition of expectation, belief around the future and how we think it's going to plan out and we set these in place because we want things to happen 
we also have a innate need to have things figured out. We really want to have it all figured out. We want to know how everything's going to play. Even though a lot of us truly don't, because there's a lot in surprise and you know all these sorts of things. <laughs> it would be pretty boring potentially if you knew everything. But it's we want safety, and it's an illusion of safety because there isn't necessarily true safety. Um, and you can put this into examples. There's people who even I had this where you might you might know your job isn't isn't great for you, but you might be reluctant to quit because it's unsafe to leave your job. Not recognizing that at any time, for various reasons, your employer could let you go. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're the boss and it's your company, and even still, your company could go bust. Things could go wrong, but. The safety's not there. The safety's not there. And, and let's say, you know, yeah, you have a fantastic thriving business and then you get hit by a car on the road. It's not funny. But, Pretty extreme. <laughs> but I'm just saying that the safety in, in the world is not what we think it is and we try and manufacture this to make us feel better. To make us feel it's comfortable. All very, yeah, it's all very much about how we feel. We set these expectations in the future to make us feel safer, to make us feel calmer. But until we experience them, we don't think about the ramifications of that. And obviously the most obvious one and the one that we most experience is things like disappointment. Mm. We experience disappointment because we've set an expectation in mm. that this thing's going to happen or by this date I'm going to be here. That's to say you don't reach that. All that really brings is disappointment potentially. Mm. I can give a good example of a future expectation that we put in place or especially that I put in place recently of us trying to sell our car and I expected I wasn't really conscious that I was putting a specific date on it but I I expected it I preference over it selling within the week or within the couple of weeks uh, or at the end of the last house sit, mm. when it didn't sell by then, I was then, I was I was uncomfortable. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I was living from a place of uncertainty, and I didn't like it. And it was because I'd placed a preference, an expectation on when the van would sell. Once I realised that. I had to let go of that preference and that expectation of the van selling at a certain date or a certain time or whenever mm. it would sell. Once I let go of that, I felt a bit more at ease, even though I wasn't sure of what was going to happen or how we were going to proceed or how things were going to move forward. Just letting go of that, it it relieved that stress, that anxiety around it. Mm-hmm. It's a scarcity mindset. It's, yes. a, it's a belief that things aren't going to work out. Yeah, oh, that's it's it. really it is, and this goes back to what we said, which is just that so many of the expectations aren't—they're not coming from a place of joy. They're not coming mm-hmm. from a place of of love and happiness. We set expectations ultimately to try and alleviate pain mm-hmm. and alleviate suffering, and yet they pretty much are one of the biggest contributors to pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I feel like I wasn't 
for whatever reason, <laughs> I wasn't as attached to that expectation, and therefore I didn't experience that same level of of stress and worry mm. until we got to that point, and it didn't meet your expectation, and then you kind of reflected that onto me. Mm. I could feel that you were in that state of of panic, and mm. um, it puts you in a very reactive state. You're not in a, a place of calm, conscious response not responding to things that are happening in the world you are reacting mm. in a place of we haven't got enough time we haven't got this we haven't got that mm. um and yeah of course we 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 mirror each other and you know, everything is yeah reflected and i think i projected i projected, projected that stress yeah. and, and anxiety onto you uh so then we both were in this mindset of Oh no, what are we going to do? <laughs> What's going to happen? <laughs> um, and, you know, that's unnecessary mm-hmm. because we have no control over the future. No. We, uh, as much as we, we have expectations or our preferences, understanding that we need to let that go because we, we have no control no. over what's going to happen. And we might want it to work out a certain way. But essentially, it's going to happen. It's going to work out whichever way it works out, whether we like it or not. But it'll be, it'll be the way it's supposed to. Mm. And that's something that I got told when I was about nineteen, going through a breakup yeah. <laughs> with one of my first boyfriends. And the lady that I worked with at the childcare center said to me, "Things might not work out the way you want them to, but they'll work out how they're supposed to." Yeah. And it really allowed me to let go. And there's such a benefit in letting go because it it not only alleviates a lot of stress and worry and anxiety, but it also brings you back to the present. Yes. It brings you back to being grateful for what is. Mm-hmm. And letting go of what was and what, what you expect of the future and just being present, being mindful and being grateful. Yeah, it encourages, for the future, it encourages excitement. Mm. So you have that gratitude, but you also have excitement for the possibilities that are out there. That are unknown Mm -hmm. because you have no control. So it it opens you up to actually being excited that you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, Uh, And it also encourages and, and... brings out in you uh, a sense of inner confidence Mm. because at the core of that is trusting that you can handle Mm. what comes because that's again that's why we're putting the expectation in place we want to feel safe Mm. we don't trust ourselves to be able to deal with things that come in so we have to put a you know put a frame on it and say this is how the future is going to go and if I say it's going to go this way, then it's going to go this way. <laughs> Nothing can go wrong. <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, it you know it can, and we're not we're not even prepared for that mm. because we've put ourselves so fully into this idea that this is the way it's going to go. And that's so much worse mm. because then when things do change, you're like all frazzled, <laughs> and you don't know what what you can do. You're like, oh, how do I handle this situation? Because I, I knew how I was going to handle my other perceived situation. Yeah. But this new one, what the heck do I do? <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you live 
in uh, a state of knowing that, okay, I don't know what's going to happen, then it kind of opens you up to being able to handle whatever situation Mm. gets thrown at you. Yeah, you have to trust yourself. Rather than narrowing yourself Mm. into, I can only handle this situation if it goes exactly according to plan. And obviously there's there's so much, it is fear-based and we're we're forced down roads of, of fear and we can say that a lot of it is learnt behaviour and a lot of it is is natural primal behaviour. Mm. We survived because of fear. Fear mm. helped us survive in the days of being hunted by all kinds of creatures. Yeah. <laughs> um and you don't go in that dark cave because there could be something in that dark cave. And that's incredible. And it's a natural thing and it's a very powerful thing and it's an important thing to have some sort of level of fear. I think it's probably, it's crucial to our survival even now. It's just not to the same level mm. and not in the same ways. Yeah, it's that fight, fight or flight response, which is that natural instinct. Uh, but we've, we've changed it to be, to be something. Well, in an attempt to avoid it. Yeah. We say, this is how my life is going to be. (laughs) And I'm going to do this and it's going to feel this way. And this person that I love is going to behave this way. And they're going to say only this (laughs) type of stuff to me. And everything's (laughs) going to be exactly this. And then, of course, if anything isn't that way, it just flips everything up, upside down. Yeah. And you go, wait, I didn't expect this person to say this or do this thing. Or I didn't expect my life situation to go this way. Mm, How do I handle that? You don't even, I mean, you can put expectations around yourself and how you think you're going to behave in a certain situation. And then if you don't behave that exact way, you feel less than. You, you feel kick like yourself you didn't for it do as it well. well. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's just letting go <laughs> and releasing that a little bit. And in that space, then you build confidence, you build trust. You understand that life flows and you can be a boat. You can build a boat and be on that. Mm-hmm. And... Building a very rigid house is not gonna it's not gonna yeah. deal with that water. I I think uh, whatever I was saying there, what, the boat and the house, <laughs> boat and and the house and <laughs> strange metaphors. <laughs> I like them. Yeah. Uh, however, I think uh, when we when we say letting go, one one way you can do that is just to acknowledge how you're feeling, and that you are feeling out of control that you are feeling anxious or stressed or worried. It's really about acknowledging the emotions that you're feeling and choosing to feel them is one way of letting go, just feeling angry, feeling stressed, feeling anxious, and then choosing to be with them and be okay with feeling those things. I think that's, that's the main thing is people are so scared of feeling those emotions. And they want to move out of them very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. But you, the more you sit with them, and the more you become comfortable in an uncomfortable situation. Yeah. Mm, yeah. And I think that's that's important yeah, in letting go. that is important. Yeah, I think that is important. And then, uh, yeah, it, it is important to feel those things um, because otherwise, you, like you said, you are running from them or mm-hmm. you're blocking them out. Um, but not to dwell in them. And, and from my experience, one of the best things you can do is, is question, is question. It always goes back to questions, mm-hmm. but you ask yourself very 
deep, powerful questions. Where does this feeling come from? Mm. If I were not feeling this right now, what would I do with my life? Uh, one of my absolute favorites is if I knew that this would work, or if I knew that nothing could go wrong, what would I do right now? Those sorts of very mm, powerful yeah. questions where you say, if I, if I could never experience fear, what would I say to this person? What would I do with my life? Mm. How would I be feeling right now? If I knew nothing could go wrong, would I even have these expectations or would I just flow? Would I just mm. get up every day and just flow? Because I know nothing could go wrong. Mm. And we can, through repeating those questions and being with that feeling, we can embody that state mm. more and more and more. Okay, that just about wraps it up. Woo! Woo! That was a great show. Yes. You enjoyed it? I loved it. Hopefully you enjoyed it too. If you did, click that subscribe button so you can come out and check us again next week. Check us out.